what's up y'all i'm back with another podcast i hope everyone is doing well who's tuning in i send you love light and gratitude for your attention for your interest in what i have to say I got a release, man. It's been a hell of a morning, and it ain't even 11 a.m. where I am yet. It's been a hell of a morning. It started yesterday. I was so, so deep in my field yesterday. All I could do last night, well, it started towards the second half of yesterday, but last night, all I could do was lay in front of the fireplace and cry and sing and cry and sing. My spirit told me to release. And that's the way I chose to release and express myself. I was crying and singing out to God. I recorded it and I'm gonna post it on my YouTube one day as an emotional freestyle in the next few weeks or so. But I woke up today feeling that same weariness that I was feeling last night I don't know if it's because I'm so far away from my my son my family I was missing that energy of love being around me being able to feel that heart chakra love I don't know if that was it or if it's just something going on in the collective right now but whatever it was the girl was struggling so this morning I woke up feeling the same way I don't like to use the word morning so let me rewind This a.m., I rose up feeling the same way. Pause for one second. I try to be very conscious of the terminology that I use because words have multiple meanings. Language is spells. Language is spelling. And the words that we use have frequencies. Morning and morning, as in good morning, waking up in the the a.m., and morning as in a feeling of sadness, over a loss they the universe don't know no difference when you speaking it out of your mouth even though your brain knows the difference the universe is uh, operates off of vibration so when you saying morning the universe picked that frequency up as morning as what it is so i try to be very conscious of the words that i use because i don't want to send the wrong frequency out to the universe i'm not in morning so when i rose up this a.m that weariness still sat with me. So I decided to switch up my routine. I woke up, I rose up, and I meditated as I always do. Had my tea, and I just listened to some music and vibe for a minute. I listened to an audio book. Couldn't really get into it. I gotta find one that I can really get into and listen to all the way through. And that's gonna be my routine for a couple of days until I finish. And after that, I decided to go for a walk and go to the grocery store. I go to the store and I come back, put the groceries in the house, and I take the trash downstairs to empty it. Did not grab the keys because I didn't realize that the door was going to lock automatically behind me. I come back upstairs and I'm locked out the goddamn house. I start panicking immediately because I'm like, my phone is in there. I cannot contact the host. 
I cannot contact the backup host. I have no way of getting in this apartment. So I started looking around like, can I climb through a window? Mind you, I'm on the third floor. <laughs> so I'm in panic. And I just happened to think, ask the, next, ask the person across the hall to help you. I rung the doorbell about two times. And this cutie came to the door. <laughs> this cutie came to the door. And the first thing I asked him was, do you speak English? And he said, yes. Because there's a lot of people around here that do not speak English. So I asked him, do you speak English? He says, yes. Can you help me? I'm locked out of my apartment. I went downstairs to empty the trash. And I'm locked out. And my key's in the house. My phone's in the house. I ain't got no way of getting in. I didn't say all of this at one time because I remember him asking me, where's the key? I said, it's in the house. And long story short, he tells me that the downstairs restaurant is the owner of the apartment building and to go down there and maybe they could help me. But first, let me just talk about how cute he was. He came to the door. He was banging, banging some loud music in there. He came to the door with no clothes on and some shorts like some little shorts not like remember these are not american men so he had on some itty bitty shorts it was obvious that he was in there working out he was sexy but i ain't had time to let that register in my mind because i'm in panic mode because i'm locked out of the fucking house it's only now that i'm thinking back to how cute he was and how sexy he was anyway he had his abs popping he was sweating and glistening and oh Anyway, back to the story. So I go downstairs. I go in the restaurant. I walk by this restaurant every time I'm outside. I've never been inside. This Today I go inside. I ask the first person I see, do you speak English? He speaks English. I give thanks right now because... Usually, I run into people that don't speak fucking English. So, I run into two people that speak English today that could help me. So, I tell him what happened. And he rushes like he... In, in, he take, he's taking my situation serious like it was his. So, he running and he gets to the apartment or to the, uh, the door of the, apart, the complex, which is locked. But I left it open so I can get back inside. He rushes to it. And he asked me, was this the door I was locked out of? I said, no, I take him upstairs or I tell him on the third floor. So he's running like it's, like it's his issue. And he starts twisting the knob, trying to see if he can get in. And I'm like, I left the keys inside. And he says, he tells me, don't worry, come down upstairs with me. You can sit in the restaurant and we'll get it taken care of. So I go downstairs with him. He calls the manager of the apartment building. The, man, he, the first thing the manager, wait first, let me pause so I can tell all the details of the story. We walk in the restaurant. He says, this is your home. Make yourself comfortable. Have a seat. So I go downstairs because there's an upstairs and a downstairs. I go downstairs and sit trying to calm myself. So I'm just looking at all the artwork on the wall, trying to really calm myself. He calls his manager. The manager says, reach out to the person who's renting you the space. I said, I can't. My phone is in the room. My phone is in the apartment. And we discussed things back and forth. He's like, we can call a locksmith. And I'm like, I don't want to do that because I don't want to spend that money. And then he was like, hold on. And he made another phone call. And 
reached out some kind of way he got in touch with the second host which I met the first day that I moved in here he was the one that gave me the keys showed me around so some kind of way he got in touch with him and he said he'll be here in one hour and I'm frustrated because I'm like I don't want to sit in here for a whole hour but I digress obviously there's something in this that I need to be learning so I sit and he asked me do I want some coffee and I asked do you have tea he brought me some tea He brought me some tea. I sat, calmed my nerves, asked my higher self, what am I supposed to be learning from this? What are you trying to show me? And I felt like I just needed to slow down and take a breather because I've been on go mode, in go mode all week. And I just needed to take time to chill, relax, be present. And that's what I did. I sat there, I had my tea. I looked around at the artwork, I listened to the music, I danced a little bit. Not, I didn't get out of my seat, but I danced in my seat a little bit because I was feeling the music. He kept coming down to check on me, make sure I was okay. Then I really just took time to notice the artwork. It was absolutely beautiful. He comes back down and tells me, this is over the course of about... I don't know I have no idea how long it was because I was literally out of the illusion of time I was just sitting there being present with myself being aware of my thoughts I ain't had my phone to distract me all I had was that cup of tea that beautiful artwork on the wall and that music so I had to slow down take a breather pause for a moment and not think about all the things that I was planning to do today and just be there in that moment and be present and obviously I'm back in the apartment now because I'm recording this podcast but I said all that to say be grateful for the earth angels that show up for you be grateful for the earth angels that show up for you could have easily run into people that don't speak Spanish would not have had any idea what I was trying to tell them they would not have been able to help me at all but I run into two people that speak English and that helped me get back in this apartment today be grateful for the earth angels that show up for you people show up in your life to help you in various ways in various ways and We got to give gratitude for that. We got to give thanks for that. The situation might not always pan out or play out the way that we would like for it to, but we got to give gratitude for the fact that they even showed up in our lives at all, whatever kind of impact they had on us. If it's an earth angel, that means they had a beautiful impact on us, an imprint that will be in our heart space forever. I give thanks for the earth angels that have shown up in my life. The two men that showed up for me today, both of them happen to be men. I don't have a lot of male presence that shows up for me. So I give thanks for those two men that showed up for me today. I usually have men show up 
to take something from me, to receive. They show up for their own benefit. They don't show up to be a blessing to my life. So I give thanks for the two men that showed up, that the earth angels of the galaxy, the the galactic angels, I rephrase that. I give thanks for the galactic angels putting me on the path of two earth angels that showed up for me today. I give thanks for the people that have come before me as earth angels that are no longer present in my life. The people that have shown up to teach me things, but they're no longer present in my life. I give thanks for them. Sometimes the responsibility of being an earth angel is too much. And the person, the human falls short because the load is too much for them to carry. And it fucks with them mentally. It fucks with them psychologically. They can't handle the responsibility. I've had many earth angels on my path that have abused their power for whatever reason. And I still give thanks for them because in some way they helped me along my path. So I give thanks for them. I may have been an earth angel in other people's lives and abused my power and not showed up for the way for them that I needed to because I couldn't handle the responsibility. And for that, I asked for forgiveness. Nobody's perfect. We all human. We all human. We all fall short. We all fuck up. We all think negative thoughts sometimes. Life gets hard for all of us. Even the earth angels. But guess what? At the end of the day, what matters is the fact that you acknowledge those earth angels that have been on your path. You give thanks for them. You continue to be in a state of gratitude continue to be love that's what earth angels are people that are just love be love be love you never know who is gonna be on the receiving end of your love who you never know who needs your love so just be that and don't look for anything in return. I feel like that might be the thing that gets the humans caught up looking to receive something on the other side of being love. When being love is a gift in itself.
There's a difference in showing love and being loved. Showing love is about image. Being love is a frequency. It's about helping people to have a better experience. Being love helps people to have a better experience on this earth. Being love helps people to feel, seen. Being love helps people to feel acknowledged. Being love helps people to feel supported. just out of the goodness of your heart. With no expectation of a return, being love is simply just being love. You don't look for anything in return. You just want to show up and be good and be kind. I'm going to change the subject for a minute and hop on a subject that I mentioned yesterday. When I was talking about receiving information from people that are not walking in their truth. It's one thing to receive information from a person. It's another thing to let a person speak life into you. And that's the difference. You can receive a well of information from a fractured soul. It's up to you what you do with that information. When it comes to speaking life, we should be very mindful of who we allow to speak life into us. Because people that are not living in their truth cannot speak life into you. Because they're speaking from their experience. And if their experience is on falsehood, there's only so far the life that they speak into you can go. If people that are speaking life, if you're listening to people or allowing people to speak life into you, that's still struggling and fighting certain demons, for lack of a better word. 
the life that they speak into you is going to be entangled with whatever they, it is that they're fight, fighting with at the time. For example, if someone is stuck in their ego, which is an inflated sense of self, that's what they're speaking over you when they speak life over you. They're inflating your ego. If they live from a, a, a space of inflated ego, then they will inflate your ego. If they live from a heart space, they're going to fill up your heart space. They're going to speak life into you that reaches your heart. If a person is struggling with the poverty consciousness, the life that they speak over you is going to be life that struggles with poverty consciousness. If you, if you receive from a person who has wealth consciousness, when they speak life over you, they're going to be speaking from a wealth consciousness. This is the reason why... I was stating the importance, or I mentioned the importance of filling your timelines up with people that are in a position that you would like to be in, people that are walking in their truth, people that have the knowledge and information that you need to get to a higher level in your life. That was just a little sidebar I wanted to come back because a lot of times we contradict ourselves and that's okay. That's a part of life because the way we feel today might not be the way we feel tomorrow. We might want something today because a certain memory brings us back to a certain space. But then tomorrow we wake up and realize that that space is just a memory. It does not exist anymore. It's no longer a part of our reality. And we are better off if we continue to move forward. Be love, man. You never know whose life you have an impact on. You never know who you are a blessing to when you are just operate in the energy of love at all times. Don't project what you got going on onto people. Because what you got going on don't have nothing to do with them. Be love. Learn self-mastery. Self-mastery is learning how to control yourself and control your emotions so that you don't project what you got going on onto other people. Your frustrations have nothing to do with the person walking by you that you some kind of way probably got an attitude with. <laughs> 
what you got going on has nothing to do with the cashier that's bringing up your groceries. What you got going on has nothing to do with the car that cuts you off in traffic. A lot of times we manifest these experiences in our lives because of what we got going on. And then we get even more frustrated instead of asking ourselves, why? What is this about? Why am I feeling this way? Why am I trying? Why am I mistreating this person because I'm feeling this way? What's going on with me? Why am I even feeling this way? The more we do that, the more we master ourselves and more we, the more we are able to operate in the energy of love. You heard that horn blow? That was a confirmation. I don't know how long this podcast is. I don't know how long I've been talking, but love is the answer. Love is the frequency. Don't be out here being fallen, being no fallen angel. Don't fall into your lower chakras. That's what a fallen angel is. Somebody that has, because I feel like we're all angels. We all come from the heavens. We all come from the galaxy. But those of us that operate from the lower vibrational space, from the root chakra, the sacral chakra, the solar solar plexus chakra only, those are what I would like to call fallen angels. Because they're not operating in their heart chakra. The emotions and the, the actions of lower chakras, greed, inflated ego, jealousy, envy, gossip, defamation of character <laughs> all of that kind of stuff those are low vibrational frequencies and characteristics of fallen angels true earth angels operate from their heart space like how that man showed up for me today and he made my issue his issue and he went above and beyond to to make sure I was taken care of that he was operating out of his heart space he didn't have to help me he didn't have to give me no he didn't have to let me sit in his restaurant for free and give me a cup of tea while I waited he didn't have to keep coming back checking on me making sure I was okay he didn't have to come and reassure me that I needed to take it easy because that's what he came and said to me one time take it easy just take it easy he didn't have to do that he was operating from his heart space as an earth angel showing up for me something in my energy needed for a man to show up for me i'm getting back on that subject for a minute because every man that i've dealt with has shown up in my life for selfish gain even my own father no man that i've ever met has shown up to say to me what can i do for you how can i help you make your existence better none of them and i don't know if it's because i went out and picked them not all of them but a few of them i went out and picked them myself i don't know if that's the reason why or if it was something in me that was re- repelling them I-, I have no idea what that's about but again no man has ever shown up for me that I've dealt with. It's always been about what they can get from me. Whether it be sex. 
sexual pleasure. I'll just leave it at that. A place to stay. Money. Groceries in their refrigerator. Bills paid. It's always about what they can get from me. I remember, let me tell you a story right quick. I remember this one guy I was dealing with. A friend of mine moved to California some years ago. And she gave me her food stamps because she didn't think that she could use her food stamps in California. And she knew that when she got there, she was going to get Cal- get resources from the state of California. So she left me with her food stamps. And I think it was like three or $400 on the card. At the time... Well, I I was a single mother. I'm still a single mother, but I don't have, I have joint custody of my son. He has, he lives with his father. But at the time I had sole custody and it was just me and my son. So she gave me them food stamps and I went and filled up our refrigerator. And the guy I was dealing with at the time asked for some help. So I bought him some groceries. This nigga had the audacity to get mad at me because I didn't spend more money on him and his house. When I'm a single mother, my friend left food stamps for me and my child. This nigga had the audacity to get mad at me because I didn't put more groceries in his house. When he should have been the one putting groceries in my house for me and my son. This is the kind of stuff that I've dealt with from men almost my whole life. I've never had a man show up for me. This podcast was not supposed to turn into that, but the fact that two men showed up for me today created a space for me to release that. Because those days are over with. I know that the man, the next man that I deal with, the next man that comes into my life, the God that meets my goddess energy is going to be everything that every man that I've ever dealt with was not plus more. Every need that I have that has not been met, he will meet it instinctively without me having to tell him because he's going to pay attention to me to see what I need. He's going to make sure that I'm taken care of. He's going to make sure that I'm nurtured. He's going to make sure that I feel loved every single day. You know why? Because that's how I show up for people. And the universe operates in reciprocation. What you give is what you receive. So the way I show up for people is how my king, my God, my mate, my life partner is going to show up for me. And it is so. Asheo! Be love, man. That's how I'm going to end this. Be love. Much, gra- much love and gratitude to you for tuning in. I give thanks for your existence. And I'll holler at y'all in the next podcast.